Hey everybody, welcome back to the BB Breakdown where we tackle anything and everything Big Brother related. My name is Abby Adams and not with me this week is my co-host Scott Edwards. He's on vacation. We still have so much to talk about this week. Week 7 of Big Brother 23. It's going fast, guys. Um, And when we left off last week, we watched an epic HOH competition in where basically it was a race to get from one end to the other. And Sarah Beth and Derek X came within one-tenth of a second of each other. Um, Basically, that was Derek X coming in one-tenth of a second after Sarah Beth's time, which was absolutely devastating. Um, Because he knows that he is absolutely one of her targets this week. Um, Especially with Kylan just coming out of crazy HOH-itis last week, as we talked about. Um, And so naturally he's correct um kyland is not only hell-bent on getting him out he's kind of um running his hoh uh, running sarah beth's hoh but eventually it becomes switched where sarah beth is almost the one that is more interested in getting um derek x out by the end of the week and that will be crazy to see how that manifests if you haven't already um the big question on their mind was whether or not they want to backdoor him and um kind of not give him a chance to compete um, in the power of veto or um, do they want to like nominate him right away um, and kind of risk the chance of him doing so. Um, The big question really that's, that's on their mind though is how is this high rollers competition going to work out? Because the high rollers comp this week is the chopping block roulette and he absolutely has enough money to play. And they, they're very aware that he is one of the highest ranking people in the house, very likely based on how they've deduced um, in terms of who America was giving money to. And it's kind of the question of whether or not they thought he was going to play this week. The big question on everybody's mind there, there's a lot of questions. Um, Derek X is not the only person that wanted to um, save his money for the coup d'etat power that's coming up in the coin of destiny. Um, and that costs a lot of money to play. In order to get there, Derek X was basically on that e- on the easiest path to to win that. But you need, I believe, two hundred and fifty coins, if not two hundred and seventy five, um, something like that. <laughs> Horrible with numbers. I should have written that down. Um, I'm usually good with remembering those things. But anyways, um, the risk that Kylan and Sarah Beth had to discuss is especially like who's going to be playing in this uh, competition with high rollers because the nominations had to be made beforehand because in this um, competition, the chopping block roulette, somebody gets to randomly go up on the block, but they kind of don't really know all of the details about how this will work. They, they know the basic rules, but they don't really know anything about like the setup or anything. So they're kind of walking in blind, simply knowing what they're going to be handed which I guess is not blind, but at least halfway blind. Um, so they wound up going with the safe route, uh, at least to start, and the nominees before the High Rollers competition were Derek F. and Claire. Um, so now we're walking into the High Rollers competition, which is the chopping block roulette since the first game has been completed. Um this week, the game that is open is this one. And how you play, um, if you choose to play, is you stand on this like 
basically like a tilted like platform and you have to spin a ball around using your weight and your balance um, as many times as you can without knocking the ball off. Um, it looked like you got several tries. So I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a long competition. No, you only got one ball. <laughs> I, I mean, they had balls all lined up around the side of the rim. I know that's what she said. And um, I just thought it was hilarious that um, it was pretty obvious from the get, not even just based on the edit. Um, you didn't even need to watch the edit to know that it was going to be Alyssa it would be the only person playing in this competition. Um, she ended up getting 75 bucks this week. Um, so those Alyssa fans are definitely getting those numbers up there for sure. But unfortunately, uh, it actually doesn't work in her favor as she thinks. So even though she does um, keep herself safe, um, she accidentally nominates Xavier in the process by um, running the roulette wheel. And so basically what happens after she won, since she didn't play against anybody, was she had to throw the ball into the roulette wheel and let a random person go on the block, anybody in the house. And she is pretty alone in the house right now. Xavier is one of her only actual allies. Like, she did drive a lot of personal relationships away by being so close to Christian and a lot... I, kind of blows my mind like I do have to make a note like they're talking about like Christian and Alyssa and yeah I know they came in single but like people are paying more attention to the showmance that is a kind of a nomance right now um but it's a power duo for sure between Sarah Beth and Kylan um than they ever did with Christian and Alyssa and I used to kind of be like oh whatever whatever but like I do get it even though we know that Sarah Beth is in a relationship at home it's the power dynamics that kind of play in there that is definitely a little frustrating I think for her boy was she mad too like and not mad in a way like she stormed off she was sad that she put Xavier on the block like that she was so upset you had to go in and console her like after the after the vote like he's the one who's smiling he's the one like it's okay like trying to calm her down and she's the one not the vote the uh the the roulette wheel and it, it was just kind of ironic to see the very opposite thing happen that you would expect to happen um so now sarah beth and kylan's plan is in motion and the real question now going into pov is what is luck gonna have on in this game right now uh, so derek x in order to get this complete backdoor plan done cannot play in the veto um we had an interesting debate about this on my tiktok page recently where we how did, I want to call it a debate, but I'll explain it. So I posted a TikTok about Britney being backdoored last week, and I use air quotes for people who can't see, um, just because I was kind of under the assumption that the term had evolved so much because of how the new fans watch the show. And oh my goodness, I had some people jump down my throat. Um, a lot of people don't think that it has uh, evolved. And I actually... I'm kind of on the fence because, and I'll, I'll explain why in a minute, but um, as they explained, which kind of knew already, um, the term backdoor comes from season five, where it was Nokomis' six finger plan, where she basically, she has, it's a long story. If you need to go back and watch it, you can. Um, it gets very complicated, but basically she executed the first backdoor um by utilizing her own allies to assure that she was able to have um, power of the 
veto the <laughs> power of the veto to have power over the power of veto and also control the HOH um, and in, in effect um, got out Jace who was just a piece of shit that season so really it was it was a beautiful moment not just because it was a form of karma but it was also um, a really beautiful moment in Big Brother history as well, just because um, it really formed some of the strategy that we have today. Um, I really could talk a ton about that because that is such a beautiful season, a beautiful strategy, but we only have so much time. Um, you really should go back and check that out again. Season five, um, you're really going to get a lot of information about the history of the back door there, the back door plan in Big Brother. Yes, that is what I am talking about. <laughs> um so, and also feel free to chime in on the debate, uh, in on the debate, uh, both on my Twitter account and on my TikTok. It is both at Abigail, at, it's at Abigail Adams. Ooh, I forgot the it's, that's for that. <laughs> it's bad. But anyways, um, so the only way that their backdoor plan can officially, uh, going back to the game, that Sarah Beth and Kylan's backdoor plan can work is if uh, Derek X does not get picked for the veto period. Even though the thing is, they kind of were just like, oh, like, they, they weren't really, they showed it on television as if they understood what a, bla a, a backdoor was, but in reality, when you watch on the live feeds, like, there are definitely people in the house that think that it's just anybody who wasn't um, on the block before the power of Beto. Um so... Definitely interesting. I would love for like bigger people to start talking about it too, because um, as I said, so I'm kind of on the fence about that term, by the way. Um, and then we'll get right into the power of veto. But it's my issue is with so many young fans in the show and so many refusing to watch older seasons, um, I worry about gatekeeping certain terms to an extent even though i understand it shouldn't it's there's no real gatekeeping concept here i will make that note it's just i think a lot of them will feel that way by saying that you they that ah it's a tough subject for me because like i personally don't think that the term should evolve but since what's big brother 16 17 i've been convinced that it just did not mean what it meant back in the day. Um, and I think it only really came up when like we really get together as a community and we get to talk about these things. I mean, I'm kind of surprised this conversation hasn't come up before because a lot of people, if you go back in previous seasons, a lot of people are using it in the incorrect way. So um, back to the game though, um, Kylan and Sarah Beth do get their wish and in some miracle, Derek X's name does not get picked for Power of Veto. And that was all they needed to execute this plan. Um, the picks were um, Sarah Beth, Xavier, and Alyssa, um, and Claire. <laughs> I mixed up Alyssa and Claire. But anyway, so it's Sarah Beth because she's HOH. Um, Xavier and Claire because they are nominees. Um, because Derek X... Oh, I meant to mention that, that Derek F was the nominee that got taken off the block. Um, and so, um, coincidentally, he actually still gets to play in the power of veto because his name gets tried <laughs> and it was so unfortunate because, oh man, it was just it, it, anything that could have gone wrong for him did go wrong. And 
Claire really wanted to pick. Uh, that was, uh, I think that was probably the toughest moment of the entire episode was when Claire was so desperate to pick Derek X and she picked Derek F. And after the drawing, she was just bawling her eyes out in the bathroom, in the DR, in her room, everywhere. It was just, I felt horrible for her. Um, I, I, I don't think they portrayed certain relationships enough in this house, like, strongly. Because, like, they definitely are, like, really close. Um, I mean, not as close as, like, him and um, Hannah were. But <laughs> nonetheless, like, they really were really close. Um, so, and then Aza is also a uh, part of the POV. Um, so this POV is a domino light competition where you basically have to choose if you're going to go for punishment or prize. If you go for a prize, you can pick a row of prizes where you can win a bunch of, um, I think it was up to two different prizes. And if you uh, go for the red, then you have to pick three different punishments in order to win. Um, so only one person went for the prizes. It was Derek F. And he did not make it. I mean, he he was a good actor, but I mean, everybody knew. Like, when you got to the DR sessions, everybody's like, oh my god, obviously it was him. Like, they, none of them are dumb. And he kind of made it clear beforehand that he had no desire to win it, so it was pretty obvious. Um, especially when they found out that it was going to be $7,500 in cash and 100 BB uh, bucks. So, he definitely put uh, a little bit of a bigger target on his back, whether he likes it or not. Um, I still think it's great to take cash. Don't get me wrong. It's just <clears throat> there is the perpetual sense of it's going to be an extra target on your back no matter what you take. And I mean, that's kind of always been the case. And it's going to continue to be the case whether you agree with it or not. Kind of depends on the situation for me personally. And in this situation, I think it was fine, honestly, just because... There was really no reason that um, he needed to get the veto. There was, It was going to really rock the boat in a way that wasn't going to help his game, not necessarily for somebody else's. Um, everybody else went for punishments, and I think the biggest thing to know is everybody except Xavier um, was just so worried about what <clears throat> which punishments they were going to get stuck with. You know, listen and Claire, they were so hellbent on not doing that third nine. Same with Aza. Um, I, 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 if I could remember correctly, they all were, except for Xavier, hellbent on avoiding it in general. Just because being the third nom this coming week, it it's kind of a really bad gig because you're automatically up if you win the veto. Like, it doesn't matter if you survive this week. Um, and I mean, obviously you do because you come off the block if you win the veto, but it definitely is just kind of a concerning point if like, I, I just wonder if Xavier's game is a little more short-sighted than I anticipated for two reasons. He does know that there are more members of the cookout than there are people who aren't in the cookout right now. And I understand, but there will become a time where a member of the cookout has to go home and there are going to be points where it's inevitable and he has to remember that he's a giant target and he just got rid of his only other shield it's i i just worry about the 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 
slight short-sightedness just because um, I almost wanted to compare him to Dr. Will earlier, just with like, oh, I'm going to throw this competition. Oh, I'm going to throw this competition. Oh, I need to win this one in terms of this current uh, veto competition. And lo and behold, <clears throat> he's kind of put himself in not the best position right now this week because he did, in fact, win. Um, so not only is he going to be the third nominee, he's also BB bankrupt. So he has zero BB bucks. He has absolutely no chance unless for some reason in the HOH competition, which we will get to, he earns some more BB bucks, which we won't know until later. Um, I think it's going to be Friday, if not Saturday. So we'll, we'll see. Um, and so what happens is... Um, <laughs> Oh, and sorry, I almost jumped ahead of myself. I was like, whoops. Um, also, uh, Xavier has uh, solitary confinement too, um, which kind of sets us up for a potential Dan's funeral style uh, episode. And boy, did it fall flat halfway through. It just did not work the way we wanted. Uh, but I really liked the solitary confinement twist because it really leveled it up in a cool way. <clears throat> a cool way. Um this 24 solitary confinement led straight up to the episode. It wasn't even just to the episode and he came downstairs. It was in the episode. He would go downstairs and then vote. He had absolutely no contact with his housemates whatsoever going into this vote, which was incredibly interesting because um, after Xavier wins this, he takes himself off the block, naturally. Um, Derek X tried to push Hannah up um, and Hannah was agreeing to it but it just didn't work. Uh, Sarah Beth was not budging off of this backdoor plan. And um, she he went up in um, Xavier's place. So the new nominees going into eviction night were Derek X and Claire. Um, before we talk about how this solitary confinement thing worked, it's just important to also note that <laughs> Tiffany did so much work to try and flip the vote in favor of Derek X. And there was a point in this week, I don't think they played it hard enough on Big Brother, on, on the live show instead of the live feeds. The live feed showed us that, I mean, at one point, Tiffany was like fine with this. Like, it was like, oh shoot. Like, it's like really like, he's like dead in the water. Um, a lot of people were like, just yeah, yeah you know, whatever. We kind of know what's gonna, like they knew about the backdoor plan. They were kind of cool with it not even cool with it, but they just understood it was going to have to happen eventually. And um, I just thought it was interesting how that played out um, on television versus the feeds. But then we also need to talk about the women of the cookout nearly flipping this vote. And it wasn't just Tiffany. Um, really, it was just her and Hannah, to be honest, because the way they played it up on the, the live shows, they were like, oh, Oz is really considering it. She's really considering She, I mean, she said she was considering it, but like so many times both her and Derek F just dropped our hearts and was just like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. I don't want to rock the house. And it's like, so then what are you playing this game for? And Derek F, he was literally like, I just want to do what the Asia wage wants. Like, why? I just beyond me guys it's absolutely beyond me but when i tell you the live feeds went down on thursday for like prior to the live show and the, we still didn't know what was going to happen it's been so long since we've had a vote like that um 
Like I'm trying to remember and I do, it's not that I can't remember when it happened. I, I mean, I remember it happened. I can't remember when it happened and it's been so long. I think it's just been an incredible amount of boring live feeds that have kind of like culminated into like crazy live feeds this season. I mean, I think the hardest part, um, has been watching people cope with their emotions because it's not like these back doors um, and voting out their friends is easy. Like none of them are taking any pleasure in any of this and they can't stand it. In the end though, the vote wasn't as close as uh, a lot of us were hoping. It ended up being only two votes in favor, in favor of Claire going home um, from Hannah and Kylan, which I thought was interesting, but I am absolutely sure that's going to have something to do with him trying to stay on Claire's side and yada, yada, whatever. Um, Derek X did just get five of the votes. It, it was plenty at four. It just was a dagger at the heart. It was an absolute dagger. Um, because especially going into the first, uh, the first commercial break after the beginning of the voting session, um, it was one, one, and it was because they had Hannah vote and then they had, who was the first person? Alyssa, Alyssa, I think so. Yeah. Um, and it was just wildly frustrating getting all built up and then just totally knocked down. Um, haven't had that kind of heartbreak from this show in a real long time. So that was a trip, but we have to actually, we actually had to move on to, um, the HOH competition. Um, and we will talk more about what Derek F said, uh, Derek F, what Derek X said, um, during his interview, um, when Scott comes back next week. But anyway, so we are going to talk a little bit about the HOH competition because we have a new HOH. And boy, is it going to change things, guys. So this week's competition was BBNFTs, which is basically Big Brother gifts. It's kind of dumb. Like, you can just buy them. And yeah, I don't know. I really, I mean, somebody could explain it to me. I still, I just think there's no point to it. Um, but it's basically something that exists in real life where you can buy these exclusive things for a ton of money. And they're basically like a, a GIF, not a GIF. I'm sorry. Um... But, um, and what they, um, had happen was they had a bunch of these NFTs show up on the memory wall. Um, and they had to kind of memorize where they were in order, like what they were doing, all these different kinds of things. And then they had to do the typical true or false question and answer, um, session after, um, I do want to note there are some fun NFTs like that, uh, absolutely did not get mentioned in the questions like, um, Derek and Kylan's kiss from last week, like, whoo, um, that was amazing. Uh, Brent falling over at, while like doing the tutu, um, bowling competition. Brilliant. And then the other one that I, that was my personal favorite outside of those two was Aza falling down while trying to do the moonwalk. Just classic. Um, so this was actually only a four question competition and it, yeah, it, it, it felt a lot longer than it actually was. I went back to like take a couple notes before doing this just to make sure. And I was like, oh my God, uh, horrible. I was just like, what? So anyways, um, question one knocked three people out, Xavier, Aza, and Claire. Um, they did not realize that Christian was not wearing the, or that he was wearing the Vito medallion um, in, I think it was a mask um, NFT. Um, the second one got Kyland and Big D out, leaving only Alyssa, Hannah, and Tiffany in. Um, and this one was showing Brittany slipping and sliding through um, purple, not orange, jelly. Um, 
Julie got pissed on this question because um, Hannah and Big D just literally kept flipping. I think Kylan did it once too, but those two could not make up their mind. And she was like, our answer's locked. And they would keep flipping. And she'd be like, okay, our answer's locked. And at one point she was like, answer's locked. Oh my God. And they were just like, oh shit. And I think Hannah didn't trust herself. And my God, she did on that one. Um, nobody got the uh, third question wrong. And so that means it really did come down to the final question in both um, Hannah and Alyssa got it wrong where they believed that um, the spin NFT um, was after the moonwalk NFT on the wall and that was not the case and so um, Tiffany ended up walking away with her first HOH win and it's, it was so refreshing just seeing that happen after all that went down this past week and all the frustration that went down with not having Derek X there um, anymore at least or just watching him walk go out that door it was not fun um so next week um we have tiffany as hoh now so it's kind of interesting we already know that xavier is going to be up on the block there's no option he has to because he won the power of veto it i don't think it's really a hard question so we're going i'm jumping right into weekly predictions um definitely in my mind going to be kylan and sarah beth i don't really think there's an option like i understand that she it would be hard for people to believe she put a cookout member up there she doesn't trust him and i think in a way she tr it's not even that she wants claire to go farther but she just trusts her more right now and kylan is a little bit more expendable um just because of he he has literally proven that he doesn't care about the cookout or that he'll weaponize the cookout to do his dirty work um especially after that conversation <laughs> this past episode i mean it was bad it was bad they they are not they're not on bad terms they're not on good terms um and then i mean naturally like tiffany's wanted sarah beth out for so long like i can't imagine she's not going um, but we will see tomorrow, I think, hopefully, um, should be earlier in the day. Um, and my boot prediction, you know, this one gets tough because while the nominations initially are easy, this part gets difficult because the nominations will almost certainly change. I, I mean, they're not though. They're, they won't certainly change. The only problem is, does somebody win the coin power and there's a caveat to that coin power a lot of people who watch survivor um know that this power has kind of been ripped off from them and it's kind of annoying um at least in my opinion i don't like it because i just think if you win this you should automatically have the power i guess it would automatically screw up somebody's week though so i understand logistically why they wouldn't do it but personally it's i'm not a huge fan um, because what they do is they take this idea from Survivor that they had for an immunity idol and not HOH. It, immunity idol keeps you safe at a vote, though. So it's basically, not basically the same thing, but it kind of keeps you safe either way. And what you'd have to do is you didn't even know if you had an idol. You had to flip the coin and see, did you get a yes or a no? And if you got a no, no idol for you. Sorry. But if you flipped yes, you were safe and you could... And it was whoever flipped the coin. So if per somebody had the coin, they could give it to somebody. I do not believe that's going to be the case here. I would like to be proven wrong. If that's the case, that'd be interesting. Um, but I don't think Big Brother is going to allow that. Um, so really, it's going to be 
interesting because people think that, oh, well, this coin power is automatically going to change this week. And it's not because even if someone wins it, which somebody's going to win it, let's not even fuck around. Like somebody's going to win that power. The question is, are they going to have the luck to land the actual coup d'etat power? That question I think I'm going to leave you guys off on. And um, please feel free to weigh in on all of our social media and my social media. Um, I will get to those handles in a second. But for now, this has been the BD Breakdown. Tune in next Friday when we tackle week eight of Big Brother 23 and all it entails. You absolutely don't want to miss it. In the meantime, you can find myself on social media at it's abigail adams on twitter instagram and tiktok you can find the bb breakdown on social media as well at uh i always mess these up every time okay take a deep breath let's go abby you can find us at at breakdown underscore bb on twitter at breakdown bb on facebook and at the BB Breakdown on YouTube. We got there, got there. And with that, we will see you next time.